Political Thought would like to acknowledge and pay respect to the land upon which it is recorded, the Rwandri people of the Kulin Nation. This unceded land is sacred. It has and will continue to be Wurundjeri land. The water is also sacred, providing life and sustaining country. It will always belong to its traditional custodians. And the skies in which the creator spirit bundle flies will always be of Wurundjeri ownership. We also wish to pay respect to elders, those who have passed, those who are currently leading, as well as those who are, who are emerging, the future caretakers of this sacred land. This land always was and always will be unapologetically Aboriginal. in a row and now I'm just like I'm crazy yeah I'm actually not sick anymore though I don't know what that was not like um, other girls oh yeah I forgot to ask about that my sickness yeah well yeah. the saga did continue post episode whatever last episode <laughs> because then I got a delayed um <laughs> allergy to the to the amoxicillin that I was taking which is the antibiotics oh my god so I just like came like two days after I'd finished it so I was like I'm out of the <gasps> woods um perfect <laughs> amazing great I like had been in like I was mm. writing and I was like doing assessments around that time so I literally this is so grim I was showering <laughs> but I wasn't like all I was wearing was just like long sleeve hoodies mm. or some sort of like covering and then right. I went was going to this like uni cocktail night so I like put on like a mm. like a <laughs> like revealing shirt wasn't even <laughs> like just a sleeveless top uh-huh. and I noticed that my whole arm is just like covered in blotches <gasps> and I was like oh my god so I go <laughs> out to my housemate uh-huh. everyone's like well first they think it's menin- um what is it meningitis right so they do the meningitis tech because that's con- something that we're all concerned about of course and then we were concerned it was um oh my god what's it called not chicken pox but the adult version uh um 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 shingles, shingles. so we thought i had shingles Uh and i was like oh my god like of course i get shingles now <laughs> anyway and no, then we're like no, no i think it's bed bug bites so we're like freaking out. We're like, we have to get the whole house fumigated. I'm like, do I go to my <laughs> cocktail uni night? I paid for the ticket. Like, what did do I do? Go? I did go because we then realized yeah. they were like, have you done, have you taken anything new? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my antibiotics <laughs> and those random steroids. And yeah. they were like, oh, that's what it is. And then we Googled um, the cotton ball. Antibi- yeah, antibiotic <laughs> Ill- allergic reaction. And like, uh-huh. what I had was the photos. And then, it, yeah, the next day I got, like, it's so bad. Like, my whole body. So, mm. I then go to the doctor and she's like, yep, just, like, drop four antihistamines a day for, like, a few days. You'll be fine. But oh she's like, if God. your throat closes up and you have stomach pains, like, you're having an anaphylactic shock. So, it was weird, though, because then I was wheezy, like, for the day after. Okay. But it wasn't like my throat. Like, it wasn't like. You weren't constricted. No, it was just like I had, like, asthma. It was so bizarre. And then, mm-hmm. so this was like. A few days after, mm-hmm. 
Um, so then I'm on more drugs to get rid yeah. of my amoxicillin because I also, <laughs> oh my god, because I'm. She's like, you must be allergic to penicillin. Right. Shit, and how annoying really is that? How good. annoying? And everyone's like, but you would know by now uh-huh. if you're allergic to you penicillin, would. surely. But I was talking to my <laughs> mum on the weekend, and she's like, no, you've never taken penicillin. What? Because like growing up, I just like never really was on antibiotics. Wait. Oh my god! And also, do you know what's weird? It's so inconvenient. Because the bro. one other time I had <laughs> antibiotics was when I had this ganglion cyst removed from my wrist, so I had to uh-huh. go like. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. When I had that. The yeah. cast. Yeah, the cast. That was right in the early stages of our friendship. Yeah, you're probably really confused <laughs> by me as a person. Like, who is this? And girl? my I took kefalexin, which uh-huh. is another type of antibiotic, which is like along the same lines of penicillin, and I like blew up. Oh my god! Like puffed up. And then I was talking to the doctor and she's like, yeah, actually 10% of people that are allergic to kefalexin are also allergic to penicillin. Okay. And do you know what the most insane thing was? So the reason mm. I like didn't tell any of this to the pharmacist, mm-hmm. well, I didn't know I was allergic to penicillin, but I knew of I was course. allergic to kefalexin. Yeah. It's because I couldn't pick up this prescription because my housemate had to oh. do it. So she, of course, didn't know that I was allergic to this one knee. Okay. Anyway, moral of the story is I did get better, but then I regressed, but now I'm better again. Post those five sneezes. Like, I touch wood, I'm fine. Let's... <laughs> Let's move on. Whatever. Um, I guess what well we actually were like pretty good timing because mm. the day we're recording is actually the day the Oscars has Woo-hoo. well the day after the day of yeah. US time difference, obviously. Yeah. So like this e- this afternoon everything came mm-hmm. out, but it technically is today. I guess my biggest takeaway yeah. was it was a great year for women. Uh-huh. But I mean this might be like not a hot take but i just think that like even by having to say it's been a great year for women like yeah it shouldn't even have to be like acknowledged that like we should get to a point where like women succeeding is just normal normal yeah it shouldn't be like oh wow this big point of difference because Mm. it's the first woman of color like chloe Zhao to win best director and i'm like that's amazing Mm -hmm. and i'm like so um like supportive of that like whole motion and like everyone's celebrating it but like it's hard because i'm like oh like i wish we didn't have to have like the exception didn't have to prove the rule like the fact that she's the first means that she's there's never been before and the rule or like the customary like was just that men won um so that's pretty depressing obviously it would be better if you didn't have to have the kind of like tokenistic conversation around it and yeah it was just exactly i guess the norm and that's the same for yun yun jung who won the mm. best supporting actress who was the grandmother in mm-hmm. minari like so happy for her so beautiful but like yeah once again it's like almost they take a w- not that they take away from her performance because mm. i think a big part of her performance was being a korean woman and you know all those like things that she identifies with mm-hmm. but it is hard because i'm like it's not the same conversations you have when, like, Anthony Hopkins wins um, for the father. For the father, like everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Anyway, I also wanted to say, me and Neil and Jamaica Wilson made history as the first African American winners in the category of hair styling and makeup, which is also oh like yeah. super interesting, super or not interesting, like super important, but like interesting that once again, it's like these exceptions are just proving how entrenched and like just like boring and white obviously everything else was previously for the for every other <laughs> um for every year um so i guess my biggest takeaway is that like yeah it's been a great year for women great year for women of color but like we shouldn't even have to make those conversations because it should be c- we should become up to a place where hopefully mm. that it's 
yeah, women when women succeeding or women of color succeeding is not this like thing that we have to talk about. We can talk about like the film or the the performance opposed to like this like first. Yeah, yeah, well exactly. <coughs> and also I guess I mean it is kind of not frustrating is the wrong word, but like you do like worry that it's almost condescending. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like the conversation should be about the performance, you know, especially mm. in the case of like uh, Chloe Zhao, who did like like the direction in Nomadland is like literally phenomenal. Like it's like half documentary, half uh, fiction <laughs> in a way that's like. It's just like genius, like half the character, and it feels so, so close to reality in a way that I just don't know how she pulled it off. You know, yeah. I mean? in the case of Frances McDormand, but she is like a once in a lifetime kind of actress. Yeah, and when you're watching that film, and obviously, like talent is something that's. I was watching. Uh, this Fran Leibovitz documentary and she was like talent is like one of those things that's just distributed randomly across True. the population which it is but and across time periods and across time periods but I guess the the question of whether that talent gets seen or heard comes into play like brings into play different questions of uh you know like intersectionality and whatever because like the more access you have to the public sphere because of privilege, the more likely your talent is to get seen, obviously. Exactly. And that's that whole mm. idea, like, about, like, talent. Yeah, so, like, talent mm -hmm. is arbitrary. Yeah. So, therefore, it can't be that it's fallen <laughs> on white people for, yeah. like, the whole... <laughs> forever. <ex> forever. <laughs> like, like, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. <laughs> that's really dark <laughs> like the only people that have ever had talent no yeah like not. so that's what's upsetting is that like if you don't have access yeah. to the arts if you don't have access to the public sphere if you don't have access to education mm -hmm. to money to resources there's no way you're gonna get seen yeah and like that's like the seminal essay um there are no female artists right yeah um but it's this idea that like no there were <laughs> they just weren't trained yeah. to well one they weren't given access to uh -huh. training but two even if they did like self teach yeah things were just no like one would no one cared yeah, come see them or care yeah care. so like that's what's really upsetting yeah. about it I do think though like I have a similar like with me like I love Olivia mm -hmm. Coleman and like yeah. I also think she's someone who like I just like love to watch yeah. and like I watched I've watched her in like Peep Show I've watched her uh -huh. in um, and she's amazing she's so talented <laughs> and then you see her as the Godmother and then you see her in I saw her in the so Father versatile. and then you saw her in the Favorite and then yeah. I saw her in the Crown like yes there are mm -hmm. people that I'm like yes you obviously transcend yeah. um like you sh you are very talented and you the opportunities you're given I'm like you run with them and that's amazing but then on another side I'm like mm -hmm. yeah like I mean, I don't think there's a remedy or, like, any way we yeah. can move forward where, like, immediately this is action. But, yeah, seeing women of colour, men of colour, even just, like, non-binary, mm -hmm. like, out in the public sphere is so important. Yeah. Because it means that other people see that and they think, oh, mm. there's, like, there's I could do that. Yeah, I opportunity. Yeah. Like, growing up, there was no Asian representation. Mm. Like, yeah. I can think of, like... Um, Kenny from the Sleepover Club. Like, I used to be obsessed mm -hmm. with her because she was, like, the only Asian person <laughs> on TV that I ever saw. Yeah. But, like, apart from that, like, Asian people were just, like, not represented. So I never yeah. thought it was, like, a road that I would mm -hmm. ever go down. So, like, representation, even though 
it can be like really tokenistic. Yeah. I guess it does mean something in another yeah, sense. Yeah, in that way. Yeah. Um, so it's hard. Yeah. I, I guess, um, what am I trying to say? I think like it is hard because as a political discussion, representation, like as you said, can be, uh, tokenistic and it also comes down to like in in what way do you want these changes to take place you know like and i guess like the kind of zizek argument that we've talked about before is that kind of policy and economic change happens first yeah and then representation is a natural uh thing that happens as part of that yeah, but then what happens when people are trying to do representation just for the sake of representation? Yeah, and then the policy and the economics don't follow. Or yeah, the and like you see yeah. that so much in Indigenous Australian mm-hmm. politics. Yeah. Um, it's like when they were going to, like, they actually came out with their own like yeah. statement, Uluru Statement, which is, like, mm-hmm. so, like, what is, like, stating what they wanted because yeah. so many times government was like, we'll give you this, we'll give you that, we'll mm-hmm. give you a title. But, like, that yeah. does actually it's nothing. It's yeah. all tokenistic. And it's representation. It's representation versus systemic, system yeah. systemic change. <laughs> I was like, systematic? <laughs> <laughs> systematic. But, yeah, and so it is, I mean, obviously, the ideal place to get, as we've both said, is where you don't have to have these tokenistic conversations about representation and it's just a natural thing that flows on from actual material equality yeah um but we've just got such a long way to go because of neoliberalism it happens the other way around yeah and i think that's what bothers Mm -hmm. me so much about like i don't want to be like a hater (laughs) but like like all Me. those international women's day posts yeah, that people oh. post photos of them and they're like five white friends at like a really expensive they're brunch. Hot <laughs> they're hot friends and they're like, Oh, happy International Women's Day, these women build me up and I'm like, Yeah, great. Such a but waste like, of time. That is such a waste of time because what are you actually bringing to nothing. No, Yeah, you're bringing nothing and like if you're vanity, not helping all women Yeah, and if you're not helping all women, you're not helping any woman in yeah. a sense. That's how I see it because I'm like the f- neoliberal dream is that you have to step on other women to succeed and like that's by protecting your like your little herd of white people <laughs> white me f- and my brunch girl yeah exactly <laughs> but i'm it's also so like embarrassing as well and cringe yeah but then again like it's so hard because ugh, i don't know it's just this like mm-hmm. this like beast that eats itself yeah exactly i'm like yeah and it it isn't frustrating because yeah, like, of course it is momentous and amazing that Chloe Zhao is, like, the first Asian-American woman to win Best Director, and that's a huge moment and an yeah. important moment. But what is more important is that she's had this incredible feat mm. of directing. Yeah, and I think that's w- unprecedented and unique and kind of wonderful and captivating, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, know? yeah. But what is interesting to me, so this mm. is what I was going to ask you, yeah is why like okay i acknowledge that the academy awards is like a euro western centric um white kind of institution Mm -hmm. but like why does it have foreign film as a category yeah when film is film oh well i guess films are only foreign in the sense that they're not white but aren't uh, all the foreign films... Oh, there's a Danish film, actually. Like, not... Like, what constitutes a non-foreign film? If it's British or American, is it automatically non-foreign? 
probably should have reached there. Research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna ask uh, this question. To um, cold. Um, well, that's the thing. I'm not sure because I think it's that they just it's right. not an English language film. That's okay. why it was so prolific that Parasite won Best Picture last year because oh. usually it would just be pushed to foreign film. Right. Foreign feature is like a little more niche. Yeah. Isn't it's the one that won foreign feature this year that one about the guy, the Matt alcohol Nicholson. level? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like... Have you seen that movie? No, I haven't. Someone was telling me about it. Really interesting concept. Really? I'm going to add it to my... Everyone add me on Letterboxd. <laughs> You're on Letterboxd, <laughs> yeah. are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll add you. Um, but I'm not on it that time. Oh. I'm not on it that Well, I'm going to add it to my <laughs> Letterboxd. Okay. So it's like it is a given to a feature-length motion picture mm-hmm. produced outside the United States with a predominantly non-English dialogue track. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so vague. Oh, that kind of checks out, I guess. Yeah, it's just really vague, though. So it's not in English. It's produced outside the US. Yep. Classic, right? Classic. Okay, so I get that to a degree, but don't you think globalisation and, like, the state of the world and, like, the, in the arts means mm-hmm. that, like, yes, countries and, like create certain films and cultures create certain films but there's so much transgression between i mean i'm not saying because i know if there wasn't a foreign film um section that often maybe these films wouldn't get recognized but i'm like why can't they be recognized in like the main category yeah i guess it's a question of audience and visibility like most foreign films aren't shown like wide release yeah in the way that like you know, promising young woman or Minari, which yeah. is like. But do you think so? That's what's interesting about Parasite because if you compare Parasite mm. and Minari, so obviously Korean films, yeah, um, and they are, are kind of like representatives of like mm-hmm. Asian, um, Asian like diaspora, right? Diaspora, is that the <laughs> word? Yes, I think that is correct. Um, and it's like <laughs> so. It's I'm, I'm interesting. But one of them, like Minari being, was English speaking, so it was told from like the American s- perspective, where f- where Parasite was purely Korean yeah. story about a Korean family, In families. Oh my god, that terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, do you know what? That, that's yeah. how it's so interesting. And like, mm-hmm. as a Western um, awards sort of like mm. network, like it was recognized, which is interesting because yeah. I'm like, hmm. I mean, yeah, I'd be interested know what the kind of makeup of the actual academy is oh they'd be all white wouldn't they i mean there's like there's lots of members worldwide so it's hard to say uh but tell me your because as i don't know as we know actually literally no one knows i was gonna just say straight up what you've seen minari i haven't seen minari yes um, what are your thoughts? Like, run us down. What are the critiques? Um, okay, sorry. I'm also trying to <laughs> <laughs> research while multitasking. Um, so, I saw Minari quite a long time mm-hmm. ago, but I remember um, watching the trailer for it quite a long time ago as well. And I thought yeah. it was, like, really interesting because it was filmed – I potentially think it was filmed, like, back end of, like, 2019, mm-hmm. maybe in the middle start. Like, it was yeah. filmed quite a while ago, but then right. I think it had, like – it was in post-production for COVID, a while and then, like, COVID, like – fucked with the release date uh-huh. but then it's interesting <laughs> how they timed yeah. it to be then actually released around oscar season uh-huh. because don't you think they like that's the biggest like difference as mm. well when so like i don't know if you know this but like certain films like films if they want to be considered yeah. uh, for an oscar they'll be released in the lead up to yeah that's to the why oscars. there's always so many s- films at the end of the year yeah. boxing day like even just like 
the, the holiday period is because yeah. that's kind of like the way to do it. Whereas like some mm-hmm. films, like they are out of, I can't remember what this season's called. It's like award season. But yeah. there are some films that do escape that. Like there are mm-hmm. a lot of exceptions that like films just come out and they just do yeah. exceptionally well. Like Parasite, um, I think mm. maybe Black Klansman, maybe yeah. films like Whiplash, like things uh-huh. that like weren't probably, that like were surprises. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so I think that was interesting about Minari is because I never like I didn't even consider it would be like award mm. season contender and like I do think it was a beautiful film, yeah. Um, and I know and I don't think, but I I would have been like absolutely shocked if it won best picture, right? Um, not saying I had any like <laughs> drastic improvements <laughs> for it. What are your notes for the director? No, no, but like it's just like. It's the story was like too conventional, right, I think. Okay. Um, but it was beautiful, and that's kind of what made it so yeah. it because conv- it, w- it was so conventional. It was like you tapped into your own ideas of family, your own ideas mm. of perhaps like fatherhood or your father, your grandmother, your right. mother, sacrifice, the immigrant experience, and I think that was really special. Yeah. Um. So. I do think... So, what's the kind of synopsis? I really don't know much about this movie. Um, so, Isaac Yun, who was the director... Mm. I'm just going to fact-check that in case I'm, like, saying something really wrong. Um, he So, he actually wrote it on his life where he moved oh to okay. the US as a child with his family. Yeah. Um, and it was just about how they try and pretty much make it as the American dream in a... Oh, my God. It is not Isaac Yun. Oh, what's... Oh, Stephen Ewan, I'm thinking of. Steve. Lee Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I, Lee, Lee Isaac Chong. So, I'm thinking of Stephen okay. Ewan, who the, plays the dad, who oh, is yeah. stunning. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. He presented an Oscar, right? Yeah, yeah. He's so he's hot. so hot. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I feel like... Sexy. Um, And so, it was his experience <laughs> about basically a family, young family... US kids I think yeah. the kids may have been born in the US but they moved to this like rural area mm-hmm. maybe like Oklahoma and they go and they the dad's like I'm gonna make a huge farm right okay um and the idea is he's gonna grow Korean vegetables because mm-hmm. there's like Korean sort of um migration happening and he yeah and it, they actually do this they grow the well the, the story is called Minara this is called Minara which is this like Korean seaweed which oh, okay it's kind of like this idea it grows in like really hardy conditions mm. and it like holds everyone together because mm. you just eat it and like oh so it's a metaphor it's a metaphor <laughs> yeah i won't give any wa- more away than that okay. but yeah it was beautiful it sounds really good literally every man and their dog has been telling me to go see it really my mom messages me like every few days Aww. and says have you seen Minaria? it is beautiful yeah it looks i'm tempted to see it again but i also have so <gasps> many i need to see do you want to see it with me yeah. Would you? Yeah, I would, <laughs> but I just have so many I want to see. Hit the power. I was actually going to see Supernova today, but... Um, oh, I want to see that as well. But then also, this goes back to the question. Sorry, yeah. I keep having questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, you do. Think, <laughs> do you think it's okay for Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth to play two gay um, men? Yeah. When obviously... I've had this conversation with a few people. Everyone's like, Stanley Tucci's gay though. And I'm like, no, he's, dating <laughs> em- he's married to Emily Blunt's sister because he she introduced them after Devil Wears Prada. Prada. Yeah, amazing but in story. saying all this, I'm like... He really does code as gay. Yeah, so <laughs> he does queer bait. That's my favourite fact to bring out. Yeah. Stanley Tucci being straight. Yeah, because he's like <laughs> recently just filmed this series of like him going around Italy and like eating food and yeah. i'm like oh and then like he's definitely a metrosexual yeah definitely because he because we watched easy a the other day 
Great movie. Great movie. He plays a straight. He's he's in a heterosexual relationship in that yeah. movie, but like it doesn't doesn't really, read he doesn't that. Really pull it off. So and like I know him in burlesque, <laughs> him in yeah, oh. and in this movie he literally plays a gay man. So yeah, but okay. So do you think that's acceptable that he plays a gay man? So he benefits off the whole like. I actually think it is. What about Firth and Colin Firth? I think both of them. I think. It's okay because, I mean, I think it's really a question of, um, obviously. Performance? Well, this is the thing. It's like, like, not politicizing it. Uh, it's always this question of, like, gay roles should go to gay actors and trans roles should go to trans actors. Yeah. But I think that's almost, like, uh, too... Uh, small-minded because I think really all roles should go to both gay. Oh my like god, you're like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I think like and she made that comment like she could play a tree. Is <laughs> <laughs> like as a response. I think it's hard because it's like it reminds me a little of that. Um, uh, the idea that like certain people can't write certain stories. Like yeah, you have to have like of the Zadie Smith thing. Yeah, where it's like if. You could only write within your own experience. Fiction wouldn't exist. I think a similar logic applies. Like if mm. you could only act with between your own within your own experience, acting wouldn't exist. But only you documentary would. You <laughs> know what I mean? But it goes back to that idea we we're talking about before. If you're not mm-hmm. given a p- entry into the exactly. arts to be pushed in the public sphere, that's where it's get it gets complicated. Because obviously, if you're just picking from the pool that yeah. exists, then no one's going to enter the sphere. I mean, in theory, like. Uh, Gay actors should be getting roles like playing both gay and straight actors. Mm. I mean, characters. What about when you think of like. Um, but like, this has been happening also for so long. <laughs> like, call me by your name. Yeah, yeah. It's not like so an it old is an issue. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Sorry, someone just came in. Yeah, and I did, first it, did the most <laughs> awkward thing. God, that was so I, like, audibly awkward. just went, like... <laughs> <laughs> I get scared really easy. Um, <laughs> that was scary. Oh, I can see her. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> Waving. <laughs> did she get you oh. guys? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Well, this is not a new take. Yeah. But, yeah, because it obviously was, like, huge around Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. It's probably was for decades before. Yeah. goes back to the idea of Eddie Redmayne playing... Oh, true, the Danish girl. <laughs> which I watched Disclosure on, like, a few months ago, yeah. which I think I've talked about the pod before. Incredible film, mm-hmm. but it pretty much spells it out how a str- how having a cis... Um, cis-het man playing a trans woman is like an act of violence. Yeah, I've seen that video. Not the documentary? The clip. Oh, okay. And I think that is something so important as well to like acknowledge. Yeah, it's tricky. Whether I think Stanley Tucci playing a gay (laughs) character is an act of violence to the gay community, (laughs) I'm unsure. You'd have to ask the gay community. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like not my place. Yeah, right. But I do want to ask and like bring light to that because I'm like, yeah, is that okay? Anyway. Um, Yeah, I think the main, the problem I have on a personal level, not a political level, is when there's like, I watched that movie um, Ammonite. Oh, yeah, that did with really badly with Kate Winslet and Saoirse Ronan. And everyone was, like, so, so hyped for it. And then it was really bad. It was so bad. Why was it so bad? I well, never, the like, fundamental got reason it was bad was because there was no... I mean, it's a love no story, so chemistry was important. 
there was no chemistry. I know we're like a big two. fan of age gap love, but like that age gap <laughs> love does not work. <laughs> we are a big fan of age gap love. <laughs> Coming for the red scare prayer. Well, yeah, there's that show on um, Netflix called Age Gap Love and it's so, so like <laughs> fascinating. Yeah. Um, so, so there was just no chemistry. So that was when I really had a problem with uh, people casting straight actors in queer roles. Yeah, because they just look I was not convinced. Oh, it was awkward and it was... But then again, like there's another like film that's similar to that, Portrait of a Lady yeah, on Fire, yeah, which yes, is amazing. amazing, amazing. Yeah. But there was another one that was out this award season, and mm-hmm. it's got um. Oh my goodness! And I loved what she, I she looked really good at the on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Anna just um googled Oscars, <laughs> and now she's w- just looking at the images. <laughs> Not even any photos, just two Oscars being held. Okay, wait. Oscars (laughs) 2021. Red carpet. Okay, it's going to come up. What actress? Oh, what's her name? She's wearing white. She's wearing white. Is it Vanessa Kirby? Yes, yes, yes. Pieces of a woman. That was her queer movie though. Yes, it is. Is it? Maybe I'm thinking of another woman, uh, (laughs) another movie she's been in. Maybe. Oh, pieces of a woman is about a uh, oh a, a home still, birth yeah oh, birth. oh no sorry I think. so sorry <laughs> not the film I was thinking of yeah but she also was in um the crown no <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that being a queer love story um <laughs> oh my god maybe it's the world to come oh yeah the world to come I oh, saw this trailer yes. That looks hot, that movie. Yeah, it looks so erotic and like Who's so charged. Who's the other chick? What um, actress? Catherine Waterstone. Oh, yeah. Oh, she plays um. <laughs> yeah. the main character in Fantastic Beasts. Oh, right. R.I.P., but also go off. Is that a Harry Potter movie? Yeah, it's like this, the prequel. It's really bad, but... Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think obviously it would be better if gay actors were just cast more in general because now that I think about it you are right like literally every queer movie that comes to my mind stars two straight actors Carol that movie (laughs) Jennifer's Wedding (laughs) (laughs) that terrible movie with Alexis Bledel um yeah uh, but that's what i think that was so good about it's about it's a sin is that all mm, those characters i mean touch wood i don't know if they're all queer but yeah. i think majority of them are definitely the lead is and like it's a really they did really like get i don't know if they it obviously i think was a conscious decision yeah. by the watch day but russell t davies yeah but i mean i think incredible. for me end of the day what's more important is that a story feels uh well constructed and like i think queer gaze is something that can like portrait of a lady on fire i don't know if those two actors are queer but there was this like strong sense of like a queer gaze in the way the story was told and in um the kind of cinematography the lack of music the dialogue the energy the vibes the costuming you know and that to me was more important than i mean the sexual orientation of the actors themselves because yeah. I was convinced. Yeah. Whereas like Ammonite, I wasn't convinced. So I'd have to see Supernova and like assess on <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the chill. I was gonna make another comment about that because then it goes back to this idea once again, mm. like if the performance is good like oh, if the performance is good can you take away the actor good. from the performance? 
well, is my question. The performance being good is always the most important. Well, I mean, that's why the contra- controversy around Casey Affleck and Manchester by the Sea when he won Best Actor. Oh, Lucas Hedges was in that movie, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Manchester by the Sea? No, but I really like Lucas Hedges. Oh, really? He always chooses Ben is back. Have you seen Ben is back? Oh my god! No, I haven't seen Ben is back. I think Lucas Hedges is such a king. Uh, was Ben is back? Oh no, a no, good movie. I think I, I don't know. I watched half of it on the plane. It was yeah. just like I was like, what? Um, no. The mor- what I was saying is, so like, there was all these like sexual assault, sexual like oh, Casey about Casey Affleck, and around yeah. that time there was like controversy because he obviously won best, uh-huh. and Manchester City by the Sea did really yeah. well that year, and it was really interesting because I thought that film was like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, like I didn't know how to reconcile with that because, like, how much you separate. Like, this goes back yeah, to music too. Separate like the art from the artist. Yeah, I mean that's a question we can't answer, yeah, and like that's something that's never going to be able to answer. I don't think. Yeah, I think I have. Oh, like you've got an answer, have you? <laughs> you're like, well, you're like, shut up, I do. Uh, stop! I've got an answer. <laughs> no need to go on. I've solved it, guys. Um, no, I have complicated feelings that are probably like apolitical and shouldn't be shared in the public sphere. Yeah, because you're far more like, um, I don't want to get cancelled. So no, you're far more ex- no, you're far more accepting, which I think is actually a really <laughs> good thing. Like you, you, you do dare to like <laughs> d- separate. Whereas, yeah. like for I me, know. I shouldn't though. No, but like it's hard because for me, like f- separating the art and the artist mm-hmm. is something I try and do all the time because I do get so held up yeah. on things and I do get so like. I politicized everything, mm-hmm. like, to the point where I was, like, talking to my mum about this. So I was like, yeah, I have to turn it off sometimes. Like, I can't. Yeah. You can't politicize everything every day, yeah. every second of every day of your life because then you just don't mm-hmm. – you don't actually do anything. And it can kind of get you out of – I mean, when I was really, like, a liberal and, like, woke, I was really out of touch with reality somehow. I'm not I'm not saying you are. I know you're not. But when I was, no, <laughs> I, I was r- – Kind of like uh, tunnel vision, mm. like those horses with their little blinkers. Yeah. But now I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now it's I'm hard post-work. though. But that's what it's hard because I'm like, <coughs> I just don't know. Because obviously I don't support cancel culture, but mm. then I also I don't support like <laughs> letting people who are yeah, like extremely abusive, yeah, like, like <laughs> run free and like have their <laughs> Do music celebrated. You want, Roman Polanski. Yeah, well, when <laughs> at the end of the day, once again, certain people mm. that are not allowed in yeah. this in the sphere of creativity uh-huh. or like yeah. public access, or public prestige, mm. I'm like, okay, like get some other people in that maybe yeah. aren't going to be like you. Just like mm-hmm. you can exist, you can do whatever you want, you yeah. can be, but just I don't know, you can like don't have to like promote oh i don't know yeah it's tricky and i'm not saying like casey Affleck, don't be any more movies because like <laughs> because that's something as well i'm like well oh, i guess it also comes to down that. to like legality like there's a difference between being convicted and not being convicted blah 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 mm. but maybe there's not i mean that's well at the end of the day that's the thing i don't know if anyone's ever eggshell skull but like pretty much proved like so many times and just like Mm. People are not never found. Oh yeah, n- yeah. I mean, even if they are, but like obviously mm. we got it. The only system we have is like the rules of law. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what so we're what gonna do about that. Really <laughs> so we can't we go. Yeah. Oh, can we um talk about the red carpet for a sec? Yeah, sure. Who was your mo- best dressed? Well, I was actually before when you were saying 
women were were really winning at the Oscars this year. I was thinking women were not winning on the red carpet. Women yeah. were losing. It's like stylists like all got together and like mutinied, and they were like, you know what? I fucking hate Hollywood. I hate all these actresses. Like, let's yeah, everything make them look was as very shit like as possible. Um, everything was like ill-fitting, like badly made, uninteresting, like. Oh, I'm just looking over your shoulder and I can see Emerald Fennell. What is that? It's like well Zimmerman <laughs> gone wrong. <laughs> That's a thing, but I can imagine that being her style. But I think she can do better. She could really do like a kind of like classy, like French girl. Like she's a, a pretty woman. <laughs> I, don't I mean, know, I, I don't, don't love it, but it. I can see what she was going for. She's a talented you know why yeah the only person i thought and i thought vanessa kirby like that dress barely even fit and the lipstick carrie mulligan what a disaster that gold dress well it's just Is very that marcus like mumford yeah that's who she's oh, married yeah, to her husband. <laughs> and they were like pen pals growing up oh, that's so i went through this phase thinking mumford and son was a religious band but then i like googled <laughs> it and they're like no we're not a religious band oh <sighs> Anyway, um, I mean, they were. They're a guilty pleasure. Um, Pop folk. <laughs> no, Zendaya looks amazing. I don't. She looks good, yeah. That's like, she looks channeling Cher, obviously, mm-hmm. and it's freaking amazing. I read she was wearing $7.7 billion worth of, um, million, sorry, million <laughs> <laughs> worth of diamonds. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, like, do you know who actually looks really good? Regina who? King and Angela Davis. Yeah. Wait, Angela Davis? <laughs> <laughs> I said that was. Do you mean Angela Bassett? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes. I don't think Angela Davis was on the red. Oh my god! Who is Angela Davis? She's a radical black uh, writer and like activist. That's who I thought. She's amazing, (laughs) (laughs) but she was not on the red carpet (laughs) at the Oscars. Um. <laughs> I do that. I said it with such confidence that I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that'll be fine. <laughs> it's not fine. Let's just leave that in. <laughs> yeah, Angela Bassett looked good. And so did Regina King. Mm, I don't vibe that as much. You but know, she does go, like, why are there so many bows, is what I would ask. But I was just so disappointed. I think something really hideous and bad is happening in fashion for this to even happen at the oscars well it's because it's covid and i think everyone's just like a little bit off but there's bad but then this oh. is just another level of being bad like what is laura dern <laughs> wearing just like black, like swan. black swan babe. but like you know who did look really good i think only two people no wait ellen kim looked so freaking cute <laughs> Don't I you think, think he looked like such a fashionista and his little oh, big socks time. and like his hair? Yeah. I watched an he's interview vibing. though and he's like, I just want to leave the house. It's so boring. And I'm like, oh, read the room. Fair enough, babe. He's Fair nine enough. years old. You can't <laughs> cancel him, Anna. Don't tell him. You're no, being no. COVID scold no. to a nine-year-old. Yeah, but, well, true. But like he's outing what is the Oscars. Yeah. I think oh, I was just so disappointed. Who were you going to say looked good? I was going to say, okay, so Angela not even Olivia Coleman looked good and she knew it. That photo. <laughs> <laughs> that look on her face, she's, she's like, like, oh, oh no. God, I know it sucks. There's nothing <laughs> I can do. They forced me to wear it. <laughs> Angela Bassett, oh, she looked good. She could. I think she could have looked a bit better. Uh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Who's that? See that black outfit? The Earth? Four hours ago. To oh, that's Celeste Slate. Celeste, yeah. 
it's less weight. I thought that's Gucci. I think it's like custom Gucci. Yeah. At least. She, that was kind of okay. At well, at least, least she did something some different. Direction. I mean, and obviously Chloe's out incredible. She um, really looks like an interior designer. Yes. Sneakers. Architecture Digest. But. Nah, but that was vibes. That was vibes. I, I just did not have the balls that. to like do that. But like. Politically incorrect statement. <laughs> um, oh, because there we go. Olivia Cook, she wasn't at the actual. Why does she keep making this face? Because she's like, I know this dress. Every, okay, sucks. everyone Google Olivia Coleman. Oscar twenty twenty one. Every photo, she's like, mm. Mm, she <laughs> looks really uncomfortable because she knows she can do better. That's a Stein Goya custom dress. That one there. I don't mind it. I mean, not my favorite. I just, I'm so like, how are they all so ugly? What is happening in fashion? Did the men look good? Does someone that studies fashion, can they please contact me and explain <laughs> why everyone looks like shit? I just want to know. <laughs> well, they weren't even around I'm not. Oscars. I don't even mean to be a bitch about it. I'm just... I'm no, just I think Alan Kim wins. He looks so <laughs> suave. High socks. The socks, the everything. Wait, Google um, Olivia Cook. I think she looks good. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh she did that. She's hot. in Versace. That's I really hot. love her. Yeah, because I meet her on the dying girl. <laughs> See, that's a great dress. We've got a bit of corset action. It's hot. It's libidinal. It's sheer. But it's, it's something different. It's something different. It's not it red suits with her the body. It l- the pale pink looks great with her hair. So I think she is the only woman that no, her and Angela Bassett. <laughs> and not what Angela was the too. other woman? Uh, in the Gucci. Yeah, she does pull it off. Celeste Wait. Celeste Wait. She looked good. Yeah. And then the Lakeith Stanfield looked really good in YSL. Yeah. In like a smoking suit. I think men really are doing well in like <laughs> red carpet fashion. They're yeah. finally expanding beyond just like the suit. Is that what he was wearing? No. Oh my God. You I'm just like Googled him straight <laughs> up. You didn't clarify to Google what you were looking for. <laughs> in like a bondage outfit he's wearing YSL I think it's maybe even women's YSL oh that's hot which I wouldn't usually vibe but he's <laughs> he looks fucking good do you know who also looks fucking good Stephen Yoon but I don't think that was his clothes he was just wearing a kind of standard suit right yeah but he does like on his Instagram he does like some really good shoots oh you on his Instagram yeah <laughs> <laughs> my housemate Ruby literally has a photo of him printed up with cut out into a heart on her wall <laughs> Okay, yeah, he was just black. Suit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Black face? No, suit. Who was your top ah. three? So I'm going Olivia Cook. Oh, God. Uh, none. Literally none. Yeah, I liked Olivia Cook, but, like, I didn't see any of her on... Like, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. I like Zendaya, but, like, obviously I like Zendaya because she can wear anything mm-hmm. and, like, Look any... Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that's... I think that dress was fine. I think she could have done better. I think she looked hot. She looked amazing, but I think she could have done better. I'd be interested to see and what I dress you would design for her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not here to give design critiques. I'm just here to Yeah, complain. I just don't think... I'm I just, just think shocked that, like, what has happened. because of COVID. I think it's just a weird year. <sighs> Maybe they didn't have access to certain materials. I'm just worried. What about Margot Robbie? What did you think Margot I Robbie? I hated that. Really? I didn't mind and it. what's going on with her hair? Is she Taylor Swift now? Like, what? I honestly didn't mind it that much. Chloe Zhao, I could, I could deal with. At least there was some vision and direction there. Yeah, at least confidence, I suppose. I just saw like a lack of direction generally. Yeah, on the red carpet. All the best photos. Uh, well, that's just in Zendaya. 
But Olivia Cook, like, oh, Carrie Mulligan did oh. herself a real <laughs> disservice <laughs> with that girl dress. Sorry, and I we're back to the, back to the Olivia Coleman photo. I can't. She's literally like, fuck my life. Like, <laughs> oh, that one's cute. Yeah, the only photo where she's like, neck is like, doesn't look like she wants to just like If anyone, cry. just Google Olivia Coleman Oscars 2021. Ew, ew, <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Oh, we're going through all the pics now. Oh. I don't know who any of these people Actually, are. Actually, Viola Davis, I kind of vibed her dress. I did not. You didn't? No. Oh, I didn't like hate it, but it was like wedding dress. Right. Vanessa Kirby, what? What's wrong with this? Like that dress washes her out. Look, yeah. it doesn't I think fit that was the on look, the bust. Though, that it doesn't fit on the bust. The red lip. Who is that? Oh, the keys looking fucking hot. Oh, Gary Oldman. He looks better. On the power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back to the start. All right. Oh my God, who's this? Tyler Perry. Oh yeah, because <laughs> oh, he, Tyler Perry. He um didn't um Megan and Harry. Yeah, I was like, house. I know that guy. He saved <laughs> Megan and Harry in homelessness. <laughs> 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 but we got like a really esteemed career, and I'm like, who's that again? He saved my my queen. Lol. Okay, I need to stop looking through, but it's so addicting. Okay, who's I guess that? we'll have to. Looks good. Toxic Riz Ahmed. <laughs> Demi Lovato will come for me. Oh my god, we have to talk <laughs> about Demi Lovato. <laughs> so I actually, because Bella messaged me being like, oh my god, Demi Lovato. And I was just like, oh my god. So I knew she had like, all I was seeing were like headlines mm. like, Demi Lovato abuses yoga chain. And I was like, okay, Demi, <laughs> like oh what god. have they done? Have they, you know, run over your cat? Like is there something right. really personal? No, they've literally just had like diet <laughs> adhering signs and co- products. That she's just like gone off on because yeah. okay, and, and I was then she got cancelled again because everyone was like, "You're discriminating against like people with diabetes and like yes. <laughs> But I do agree that when mm-hmm. you like okay, <laughs> I don't know why she's directing these. This is what I'm saying. Frustrations at one yoga. That's chain. what I'm saying. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Hate <laughs> the game, babe. The yoga chain did not. Put like th- okay, she's obviously realized this now because I was watching her do like it, watch her live and yeah. she was like, Yes, okay. But I'm like, babes, like if I was Demi Lovato, if I was anyone with more than like a thousand mm. followers, I would not be abusing one yoga chain for yeah. having a dietary like yes, okay, it is kind of triggering. Like to be honest, my housemates eat quite healthy mm-hmm. sometimes and like when I see like low carb bread and low carb por- a protein porridge and like yeah. things that I or like no sugar cookies, things that I would eat I eat and yeah. don't eat the non-carb, non-sugar version of. It is slightly con- like it does tick. It's triggering. It ticks obviously. a for anyone who's had disordered yeah. eating, which is yes. every woman and yes. gay man on earth, exactly. Like <laughs> and straight man too. And a few straight men. Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, I literally know straight men really closely at a bad eating disorder. Yeah, so like it does, it does like tick something deep in my brain. Mm. But but also it's like that is literally. Everywhere. everywhere like why would you blame one yoga, yoga chain <laughs> and the worst thing was too that someone okay these mm-hmm. are like demi stands yeah. they made fake messages so it looked like demi had then donated like 100k to this yoga chain in apologies oh and then the yoga chain's like no she didn't that's <laughs> fake and i'm like what it's just such a waste of time it's such a waste of time the culture wars really just rage i know on. and i'm like demi demi yeah I'm i like, feel so like conflicted 
what do you like <laughs> on both sides? Because I'm like on the yoga company. <laughs> no, not about the Demi Lovato combo, but about the like diet culture. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it's not really a side to take in this Demi war because Demi like, to war. be honest, she's just like, she's just like, read the room, babe. And like, yeah. also put in context, have a bit of perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, people that have, yeah, peop- some people are like, cool, like, I actually have to have the dairy free version of this. Yeah. Like, babes. Like, <laughs> anyway, real. if anyone wants to look it up, yeah, Demi Lovato yoga. It was so funny. The apology video. So sincere. I was like, <laughs> shut up, Demi. Please. And she was wearing like Justin Bieber merch too yeah. in the video. And oh I'm just like, God. oh, poor Jesus. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> what else are we going to talk about today? Oh, yeah, what else? Oh, we were going to talk about another niche esoteric interest. Oh, Hashtag yes. Conservative, conservative influencer. influencer. Yes. Uh, okay. You so take the floor because you are a very own conservative influencer. <laughs> As the conservative boys. <laughs> Just kidding. Amy Shapiro. Sorry, this is who we're going to be talking about. Ben Shapiro's sister. sister and for the Shapiro. longest time, I thought it was her, his daughter. And I was like, <laughs> it makes sense. But mm. we were saying this. We're yeah. like, chicken or the egg? Did your, did your brother <laughs> become a conservative influencer? Bef- and then you're you become And then you become a conservative yeah. influencer? Or were you grown up in this, like, really grown up? Were you raised in a conservative family? Then you both just decided to take become millennial influencers. I think it's the latter. I think they were um, raised in, like, a maybe some kind of... Like yes. intense religious. Yeah. Okay, because that's what confuses family. me. Like the Williams sisters. Who are the Williams sisters? Serena and Venus. Oh right, yeah. What Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, surely so it's much the family. and like so much like talent and like. <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't be comparing <laughs> Serena Williams to Ben Shapiro <laughs> to the Shapiro siblings. <laughs> but <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That always confuses me. Like Whoa. amongst sh- Venus and um and Serena, they've won like X amount of grand yeah. slams, and I'm like, wow, like in one family. Yeah, that's and amazing. that's like pass like that. Yeah. The Greek tennis player. Uh-huh. He's got like five siblings and they all play like competitive tennis. Whoa. And anyway, I know the it's Olsen like... Olsen twins? <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, it's and a And the other one, Elizabeth, the older one. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. She's younger. She's younger. Yeah, she's like considerably younger. She's only like 30. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So sad. Sorry. Just a bit of a divergent. Oh, diver- diversion? Divergent? Di- <laughs> <laughs> What's like where you go up? Yeah. A divergent. Diverge. A diverge. <laughs> that doesn't sound right either. Um, what, are you going to do like a public apology to Vanessa, uh, for <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen or no? No, the one that just got the imagine not just ages ago, the emergency. Oh, divorce. yeah, Mary-Kate, I think. Yeah, from Olivia Sarkozy. Her like, way older husband. Her way older French husband. And they wouldn't the let... brother of the French president. Yeah, and they wouldn't let her get a divorce because they were like, it's not crises. Yeah. And so sh- that photo of her, like, sitting on the curb having a dart <laughs> with, like, all her possessions in her, like, huge Gucci bag. Yeah. Yeah, I remember what that. What about it? <laughs> well, I just I wanted just to say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to you. Yeah. At their wedding, they had bowls of cigarettes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of that. You're just, like, pure disgust. No, I'm just, like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're trying to be cool, and I'm, like, bro, he's, like, 50. As if you wouldn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... For your marriage, not the cigarettes, but the age gap. Oh, <laughs> true. We were actually discussing this. We were like, yeah. yeah. But that's also probably something we should say next week. Anyway, <laughs> on air, I act like we've got like millions of. <laughs> like they're tuning in live. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a theory about age gaps. 
I think this is not based off just the record. This is not based off my personal experience. I've never dated someone considerably older than me. This is based off careful observation over multiple years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is my theory. You have to tell me. Oh. Let's go over the photos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have to tell me if you agree or disagree. I think, again, this is just purely hypothetical, not coming from personal experience. I think age gap relationships work best when, let's just say, hypothetically, older guy, younger woman, when the guy is, like, committed, they're both, like, reconciled to the fact that there is a, an age gap and they're, like, the young person is, like, committed to being young and is not trying to, like, be older or maybe a little bit but not to, like, a cringe or completely inauthentic degree. And the older person is committed to being like, yes, I'm older, I have more kind of resources and experience and maturity, opposed to an older, especially guy, being in like an a, a state of like arrested development and thinking that he's like, you know, a 22-year-old, one, one of the kids, and they're trying to get on the same level, which kind of like uh, completely ignores the fact that there is an age gap and they're trying to pretend it doesn't exist. I think that's never going to work. Yeah. And that's what I've observed. I mean, like, I have no comment because <coughs> I have no experience. <laughs> Neither do I. So I'm like, I mean, I'm literally sure. speaking off observation. I reckon, yeah. But then, so do you think that's what went wrong with um, Mary Kate and the French president's brother? No, I think they would have um, been reconciled to their age difference. I don't think he was trying to be one of the kids by any means. Yeah, no, like was it Mary Kate or was it Ashley? I don't know. Maybe it was Ashley. Like he wasn't like, oh, I design fashion as well, and I love acne. You know, he was like, oh, I'm a financier or whatever, investment banker. I'm committed to that. Yeah. I think their issues were probably a little more fundamental personality based. Yeah, why are we talking <laughs> about this? Like we know this. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no difference to anyone's lives whatsoever. I just love, I love the old siblings. And previous to that, what were we were talking about? Oh. Oh, siblings, yes, yeah, siblings. siblings. Oh, oh we, we were talking, talking about, about Abby Shapiro. Yeah. So whether it's, I just find it really interesting when siblings become yeah. like are interested in the same thing. Yeah. Because like chicken and the egg. Anyway. Chicken so and the egg. That's why I was like, oh, it could be his daughter because I kind of like lapsed and just like didn't. Oh, really you thought of him as like fifty opposed to like thirty. Thirty-seven or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, true. He probably had kids young. But in saying that, I was wrong. It's interesting <laughs> because I can imagine. You as a your daughter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's it's just as weird. Like no, I think if he had a kid, the kids are probably going to be progressive because they'll rebel. Mm. Okay, but I mean, is it more normal to then like grow? I think it's more normal to grow up and yeah. do the thing your parents did, opposed to doing what your sibling does. That's true. Because it's so specific. It's such a niche. Yeah, I know. Ben, they're obviously like a very like. Um, I mean, obviously they're conservative, so the moral judgment is complicated but just like obviously they're very like intelligent both of them and grew up in like a kind of like gifted education amy is intelligent do you mean abby <laughs> sorry she's an opera singer yeah did i mean that did you see that on the yeah stage? but that doesn't give you like intelligence and he was like a violent prodigy yeah okay surely you have to have some like yeah, level of gift to like be a musical prodigy. i mean to a degree yes they were probably just like forced to forced to um like uh like okay i was forced no i was i forced <laughs> i think i was made to play like 
I played like the piano for four or five years and the flute for like the same. Right. Was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't really prove my yeah. point. But I'm like, if you play something for long enough, you can be a prodigy. But you weren't a prodigy. Oh, no. I was like <laughs> so bad. <laughs> like to the point where like I think mum was like, yeah, like we said you had to, but like. <laughs> Maybe stop. DW. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I mean, I've been addicted to watching Abby Shapiro. Yeah, everyone has to watch her videos um, just because it's for the past so, month or so. insanely, like, um, it's just so insanely like. It seems like satire. It seems like satire. And all yeah. the comments are so funny. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that's mean. But all the comments <laughs> are so funny. But they're so yeah. mean. Someone on Reddit was like, I can't believe. Surely everyone that watches this watches it, ironically. Yeah. But there must be conservative women out there who like worship Abby Shapiro. Surely. Yeah, I'll find, I'll read out some of the titles of her video because like pretty much encapsulates her whole like aesthetic. So yeah. her her name is aesthetically classically sorry, Abby, classically <laughs> Abby, and that's kind of like what that. So that's what she goes by. Like my name, like that she's um she's classic. N- well, because not when traditional. She, when she first started, and I've actually been watching <laughs> classically Abby for a while. And when she first started, she was just like, her whole thing was that she was an opera singer. She was married and it was like a kind of lifestyle influencer channel about being classic and being feminine and like channeling Audrey Hepburn, blah, blah, blah. And she would talk about opera and whatever. And it was like relatively apolitical. But you knew she was Ben Shapiro's sister and she was really like channeling conservative aesthetics. So there was never like a big like oh this girl's like has a mullet and like reads marks. <laughs> but then she puts a video but up. But then that there was a big change when she quote came out as conservative. Yeah, it was weird. She's <laughs> what did her video was called? It was like I'm coming out. Yeah. Which everyone's like, oh. Yeah, which I think is just like the wrong words. <laughs> of course, yeah, obviously. Um, it's just so funny. I think also because like. Oh, I can't find what the video is called, but like pretty much her videos are called like her most contrary of the most. So her, the What's recent ones, three things I love about being modest. Okay. <laughs> um, <gasps> Twelve things you need if you want to be a lady. <laughs> this is like me being trapped. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not. Um, What's the big one that's like, it's time to take back the culture, ladies? Oh, yeah. Um. Conservatives want you to look your best. Left doesn't. Here's why. <laughs> what? You were saying before, though, it's so weird how all conservative women, like, have the same. Not hair. all of them. But, like, how there's that, like, distinct conservative aesthetic with, like, the hair that's been, like, curled. S- so the video talking about conservative <coughs> women, it's our time. And oh things yeah. like, it's our time. Take Ladies, stop hooking up. A Jewish wife's message about sex. Good. <laughs> Why I came out as conservative. <laughs> Why we should not just hashtag believe all women. <laughs> oh. I don't know why I find that so funny. How to date a conservative woman. Oh. How? Yeah. Kitty Book is like, um, conservative, like the, the shit that like fl- leftist men fling at conservative women like reveals how they really feel about women. Wait, what do you mean? Well, I mean, like, and I've seen this online with Abby Shapiro, like, 
guys who are like ostensibly like respect women and are like normal and like you know on they're kind of like uh performing as like kind of decent like uh allied men but then like with Abby Shapiro they're like be like oh like she's fucked because she's conservative they oh. think she's like fair game and, and so they're her. like legit like it's revealed that they actually don't respect women so they'll be like uh she's like fugly and she's you know blah 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 yeah it's like another form of <coughs> violence as well like violence shouldn't be conditional on whether you like them or you have the same views it should be like pretty universal you can disagree with them but like that doesn't mean you can change your life yeah but also what kind of guy is like going against a woman's looks online regardless every guy <laughs> <laughs> no like you just read Reddit? Think, like have decent you read youtube decent guys like, you read wouldn't do that oh my know? god look at the aflw comments on mm. on um facebook fucked yeah. absolutely terrible like literally every single comment is degrading every woman on the field oh my god i'm so like, and sometimes channels sometimes channel 7 posts like um which is like channel 740 mm. posts like just a f- something a photo of like the aflw match or something that yeah. was on over the weekend and like the comments god. absolutely atrocious like i literally i'm like oh my god it's, it's so scary because it's like kind right. of this like unrestrained violence and i know they're trolls and like mm. perhaps they won't wouldn't do anything but i'm like who sits at home and writes an abusive comment like obviously so many people but i'm like yeah it's so like shocking when you i mean i've told you about this thing that happened not, I'll like beep this out. Mm. Like I'll beep. And it was just like, it's just shocking. Like obviously it wasn't egregious or like insanely violent. But like when you see these messages and you're like, who is devoting time and energy to this level of, I know. of trolling? Like seeing an email that comes in at like, you know, quarter to 12 on a Friday night. And you're like what kind of freak like get a lie yeah like yeah. why are you like spending any time doing this yeah it's it's very i think like obviously there's so many studies and things on it about like trolls and like yeah. what it actually means but it is interesting because i'm like i think there's like you just yeah i just would never of course <laughs> Like, it doesn't even, like... <laughs> I save my main comments for my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, it's just of love. course. Anyway, let's... Obviously, trolling and everything, the phenomena around trolling is not, like, a new hot yeah. take. So, I think, like, everyone probably is pretty aware yeah. of the y- issue. But it's just, like, bizarre. It's, just, know, it's a weird subculture that, like, we've created and now thrives. So many shitty ones. But, yeah, the, the Abby thing, I think, is, like... I think it's particularly jarring watching Classically Abby because like looking in like a skewed mirror in a way like you've watched influences before so it has like all the kind of like tools yeah. of an influencer but is presented in this way that feels completely unfamiliar and I also think because our online like worlds are so curated and like determined by an algorithm that's so specific to us when you watch something that's like essentially the opposite yeah like me when I go on the AFLW yeah. football <laughs> comments <laughs> randomly just to like yeah have a sense of dread because it's so different (laughs) to what i yeah and it's just like this feeling of like my plane of reality is so drastically different to this person yeah and also like someone like abby shapiro she seems like i guess fundamentally like kind of sweet and palatable wife palatable trad girl but like has this like obviously pretty gross random conservative messaging yeah but yeah. it's also just cringe like it seems like satire don't yeah you think? It, it is because like she has like some of her videos are like um 
like what like five things you need as a conservative woman and oh like my God, it's the so comments funny. are so funny comments are like these aren't things that conservative like these are just like random items like the it's just not a line of any political the vibe. one that was like five things you need as a classic woman and she was like a thimble sewing. <laughs> she's like i've never had a thimble before but i went to this shop and i got this what does she do one. with a thimble i know i want to know like, and like all this random shit yeah and like did. surely people on the left use thimbles who were like cool now <laughs> we're being, they're being politicized and co-opted <laughs> and like my conservative yeah it's like a thimble. carabiner but the opposite <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Um, I guess, that, yeah, that's something that's really interesting because I, like, love the... Uh, I just, like, I'm obsessed with, like, influences and, like, influencer yeah. culture and, like, how, like, all these influences are now getting, like, um, fined because they don't, like... They're not doing, like, a, the level of disclosure you need to, like... Ad- of a tax and stuff. Yeah, and, like, to advertise, like, mm. to show that you're actually getting paid. Right, right, right. Um, which is super interesting because, mm. like, now it's become this, like, huge market and, like, it's an actual job that people get paid so much to do. Yeah. Um, so much that, like, yeah, now we have conservative influences, which it's weird because maybe they've always existed. I just have never watched them. I know. I mean, surely they've always been around. Yeah. But I think when you, yeah, when you watch something, like, classical or anything, it just reminds you. I mean, I just feel like I never... I mean, I do interact with conservatives on a day, like at work, but like not on the South, like my customers or whatever. But it's it's weird to like see the conservative gaze from the conservative gaze. Yeah. Instead of like from your own kind of like, whether it's like progressive or whatever. Well, I think because progressivism in our generation, Mm. like obviously I'm not saying it's like, the mainstream but in like it has become like it has become the mainstream, the mainstream like hollywood is progressive yeah like a and z is pseudo progressive like yeah. socially yeah so that's why i think as well you don't want to out yourself as a conservative yeah especially like i remember <laughs> this guy i used to date <laughs> and, and he, he was a young liberal <laughs> <laughs> he sort of was um <laughs> was he yeah and he was like really conservative and he was like yeah but you could never he was like Insisting that like, you couldn't yeah. say anything because um, you didn't want to be like shat on at uni and stuff right. and, like, by your friends uh-huh. for being conservative, yeah. which is so funny because like I have no freaking sympathies for mm. that. I'm like, yeah, great, cool. Um, I have some sympathies for that. No, <laughs> because you're not actually oppressed at all. <laughs> it's yeah, like that whole no, like, you course. think you're oppressed by making yourself oppressed, but like <laughs> at the end of the That's day, true. you still have all your options and like. Also, another thing too, a lot of people, like, you don't get to hide your, mm. your the thing that makes you different. That's true. Whereas when you're conservative. Yeah, you, you just don't say. It. You don't have to have just a YouTube channel. Yourself, babe. <laughs> classically bar. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, like, this is a big thing about, like, if you're, like, as a person of colour, like, I never am yeah. white passing. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think in sometimes, like, sometimes in a mm. queer community, yeah, you, you can, can be straight passing, yeah, which comes with its own maelstrom of, like, no, but yeah, that's, like, good a, and bad. it's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, but just, like, so interesting. Because it's the difference between, like, like, can be the difference between violence and no violence. Exactly, exactly. So, I think being that's super interesting. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, that whole idea is, like, yeah, being progressive is mm. cool, but it's not actually doing like oh, i don't know it is mate it is doing things like it is ma- yeah yeah we talk about the Osc- the oscars we're talking about like mainstream corporations mm. and now 
like you see so many places that just incorporates any sort of environmentalism within any form of their marketing and it can be like the most like yeah like <laughs> randomest links but they do it because mm. it is cool it is cool to care about the environment of course, it's cool. yeah but greenwashing like pinkwashing yeah it's interesting though because then i forget so then i just think mm. we live in this like really progressive yeah no world we don't. when we actually don't yeah no, well, exactly. And everything will bring me back down to earth. Are those AFLW <laughs> comments? Like, they stick with me. Yeah. And I'm like, true. I think, yeah, it's also, I mean, we've had this conversation a billion times before, like, make your work sexy again, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I think, like, the level of cognitive dissonance on the left, and, like, I have it, so I can't, like, no judgment is crazy. Like, oh, yeah, you really sure. do believe, yeah, you believe that the world you see is the world you live in and it's just not it's not unfortunately and i think that's what's <coughs> so like affirming about something like the oscars mm. it's like it does reflect but it does also reflect how far we got to go yeah and like conservatives like not conservatives as in old school conservatives but conservatives in like the old right and like the kind of like new right are so anti-hollywood yeah and they think like hollywood the democrats party they think they're all the same wing of like some kind of evil evil leftist conspiracy so do you mean they're against like, like film and tv or no they think like, like hollywood itself is like evil in some way like the cl- like film like the or um, like the the intelligentsia like the the uh. film like acting class like celebrity class that's so interesting do you know what's yeah. been weird every mm. targeted ad i've gotten the last few weeks has been about scientology that's so weird like, do you know, what That's does that so mean? scary. <laughs> it hap- yeah. WTF. What does that mean, though? I don't know. But it means something not good. Yeah, definitely. Because it means <laughs> that, like, somehow <laughs> I've mean, given... You need to watch out. Because somehow I've given off the vibe that I would be into that, which oh concerning, God. but also probably true, because I'm always, like, waffling on about Scientology. Well, in Are a, like, you? a... Well, no. Probably I bring it up. My phone's right there. I'm probably going to give a yeah. Scientology I probably talk about it, like, once every two weeks. Okay, that's probably it. I didn't know that particular Well, detail. no, just because it's so <laughs> fucked. Yeah, it is. No, it's so fucked. Um, you know um, something I learned uh, yesterday? No, Speaking how would I know that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know Tom Cruise? Yeah. The freak. Yeah, the Scientologist. Yeah, the Scientologist. Like the Same with Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> the face of Scientology, yeah. Tom Cruise. Apparently, you know, another thing, do you know American Psycho? Yeah. Apparently, Christian Bale, genius actor that he is, based um, his portrayal of uh, Patrick Bateman, the evil uh, sociopathic protagonist of American Psycho, off this one interview with Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Because there's this interview with Tom the Oprah Cruise <laughs> <laughs> on Letterman from like the mid 90s and Tom Cruise is always like this so like it's not one interview it's really his whole personality where well uh Christian Bale described it as he has this like really intense friendliness but there's nothing behind the eyes Mm. like it's not like it's Mm. like void Mm. and so he based Patrick Bateman the sociopath off Tom Cruise and I was like, shit, I can never look at Tom Cruise again. To be honest, I've never looked, like, I've never <laughs> really engaged with him as a person anyway. But that's he does so have that kind of, like, friendliness with But I Bell find said, yeah. nothing behind the eyes. Yeah, that is true. Mm. I find that with so many men, though, that just are so appealing <laughs> to the yeah. face. Like, oh, my God. Like, you just sometimes. I find it so 
distance now. It is. It's scary. That and I get it. So you get it with women too, to a yeah. degree. Like the really clean, prim, proper, just like friendly, smiley, too smile, friendly, customer service. The eyes yeah, is like glazed there's nothing there. So it's not over. like necessarily a gender thing, but it is really scary when you <sighs> see that. And you see it all the time. Like people that work at Maya, David Jones, oh they God. have it. I'm sorry if you do work there. I'm sure <laughs> you don't personally, but uh, just like it's yeah. scary. You have to try. It's hard to like try and summon some kind of genuine warmth. In a oh, for sure. Job. So I'm not like blaming them. I'm like, you yeah. got to do what you got to do. But like, <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. Okay. So should we get to quotes of the week? Is there anything else you wanted to say about um, Abby? No. No. There's literally nothing so. more to say except like, go give her AdSense. <laughs> <laughs> watch it. I watch it. Oh, she's such a freak. No offense. Oh, hang on. I probably shouldn't be supporting her as much as I do, but I just am addicted to her videos. They're yeah. so weird to me they're just like too but the weird thing is i used to watch videos like that growing up mm. not conservative but that aesthetic yeah but i think we all have moved past that like cottage core no it's not even cottage core it's like mm, the thimble yeah <laughs> like the um florals. yeah like marks and spencer like yeah. boots. anyways um clips <laughs> of the week have you got any new you go first um, what are you reading what did you watch i'm actually almost finished new animal because <gasps> i've got an audible oh. and i've got fake accounts and audible as well that i'm gonna listen to oh next sweet. oh yeah that's our next week's chat yeah so i'm actually enjoying them the yeah. only issue <laughs> it's australian author it's an australian narrator yeah is it ella baxter narrating it it don't i don't know okay. but it like sounds really like disconcerting because i just haven't <laughs> i don't listen to australian audiobooks yeah does the it only sound like like someone we would know yeah because my mum i was listening it to when yeah. i was falling asleep the other night my mum oh. thought i was sleep talking <laughs> <laughs> she was like were you saying sit sit oh repeatedly and i was like no so like i think it was because she could hear my audiobook playing oh my god how weird is that wait i'm gonna check and see if it's her reading it because i'm really curious like i like the voice it's just like concerning me she just got published um the rights just got picked up in the states oh for a film uh just for publishing mm-hmm. i mean for like oh for like the book redistribution the yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, why would an American film come <laughs> Uh Yeah, it's not narrated by her. Oh. Could have said I sound like Ella Bax. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm enjoying that, but I've yeah. also done, I've got downloaded like fake accounts. I'm going to listen to that next. So yeah. It'll be interesting to compare the two. Uh-huh. I am enjoying it so far, but also it's like too hard to tell kind of if I am. Right. Like days. I'm kind of like smack bang in the middle. Okay. I am enjoying the writing style and the subject matter, but mm-hmm. I'll discuss like the parts that I find like maybe potentially a little confusing confusing yeah um but i was in reading speed before and <laughs> i was looking at fake accounts and i was looking at the new releases mm. and there's like a lot of really good stuff out so i want to yeah. continue on that grind and fin- get through a few more yeah um i also saw the father last week which oh, was yeah. how was that um i mean i would give like a trigger warning to anyone <laughs> who like has <laughs> sorry this is gonna be so like anyone who knows or like has had anything to do with like dementia or alzheimer's because like oh. that obviously is so broad but that's yeah. kind of like what the like it's not a spoiler like that's kind of like what the plot is it's just like shifting reality so you do you kind of see it from anthony hopkins character who is going through some he was aging and like going through um dementia so you kind of like it distorts your reality and it does it in like kind of like a psychological thriller way yeah right um and olivia coleman is amazing Mm -hmm. i loved her in it but it's just like a very like dark film that is just at its core like sad because it's Mm -hmm. like just about aging i suppose and like losing that coherence 
and it's like terrifying because like I think people as like as a society mm. or just like human nature is like you don't want to become that it. or you don't want to think about yeah. it so when you're conf- like confronted with it like obviously everyone knows most likely everyone mm. has been like affronted with like someone going through dementia or alzheimer's aging in aging way, yeah. so like uh, that's why i said last one i did the trigger mm. warning because i'm like okay like this is everyone everyone yeah. but if you've got like a sensitivity to mm-hmm. it i wouldn't watch it but in saying that i i did really enjoy it it was a really good film i thought mm. like whether or not anthony hopkins deserved best um best actor i can't say because mm-hmm. i haven't seen the other films he was up against like people yeah. he was up against and i think it was like almost a little bit too conventional in mm-hmm. a sense that like it was a great performance he showed the right vulnerability he showed the right charisma he showed the right you know, yeah. but it wasn't like it was like some groundbreaking performance. Right. I didn't right. think, okay. but it was really good, and I thought Olivia Coleman played. It mm. was just a delight on the screen. <laughs> um, yeah, and it I had great. Yeah, I really see it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else I've done, seen, watched. Music. Um, I'm going to see. Well, I'm going to see. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a music, but I'm going to fangirl some music oh, tomorrow cool. on at the end of the week. Oh, you have to talk about that. Next yeah, week. and then the week after, I'm going like the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra with my dad. <laughs> I am just hashtag the art. And then in June, I'm going to the ballet with my mum. Oh my god, and girl. this is insane. You're really Ma- kicking girls. I know. Well, it's because I had to do like a bunch of gifts in a space of like a few weeks, uh-huh. and then my mum goes, "Oh, do you want to see the?" And I'm like, "Want to see Bobble?" And I'm like, "Mum." I'm going to a musical, the ballet, and the <laughs> Melbourne Symphony Orchestra <laughs> in like a space of a month. I was like, I don't. I was like, my arts quota is full. <laughs> she was so like, <laughs> like yes, I'm a lot. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, what about you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I like a full breakdown. Then you're like, what about you? How are you? <laughs> How are you going? Uh, I'm going to the in a similar vein. I'm going to the Sydney Writers Festival on the weekend. Going so to yeah, I'm going to Sid, but um, just for the Writers Fest, just for the weekend. Yeah, nice. Who's going to be there? Um, well, okay, so this is the whole reason I wanted to go is because this guy came into my work and was um, buying a Rachel Cusk book and he was um, really cute. <laughs> Maybe I'll cut that out. But uh, I was like, oh my God, like I love Rachel Cusk. Which is such a lie. Like I've only read Outline. I don't even know if I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like sucking yeah. up. Um, and he was like, yeah, like she's speaking at the Sydney Writers F- Festival next month. Like you should go. And I was like, yeah, like maybe I'll have to go. Anyway, so I booked a ticket. But then I realized she's speaking virtually. Which <laughs> is like not really the same. Yeah, I was going to say because she says she lives in... <laughs> England. <laughs> I could just watch a YouTube clip, you know. Um, but there's lots of other great writers and people I admire speaking. Helen Garner. Oh, I'd love to see Helen Garner. Uh, Naisa Gori, um, who I really like. Uh, just like a bunch of writers I really like and respect. Yeah, no, that's great. So I'm excited for that. Um, I watched for the first time ever, like five years too late, not as in it came out five years ago, but as in everyone was watching it when they were in their teens before Sunrise. I haven't seen it. Have you not? No, gosh. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. I think you would like it. Okay. Um, I thought it was really great. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I would like not to be a Trick cliche. Mirror. <laughs> oh, you bring that up again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have actually seen clips of it. Yeah. Classic I Ethan Hawke. I just like cannot get around Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I don't think he's really that hot. 
he's just like disconcerting. And I saw him in this film called The First Reformed. Oh, yeah. And it was terrifying. And oh he was God. just like so bizarre. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you've put a bad taste in Not vibing. Yeah. And now when I think about him, I'm just like, even Hawk. Mm-hmm. He's really good in that movie. Oh, okay, good. I really What did you it. watch it on? Um, I can't remember, actually. Like something random. Like yeah. Prime or something. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really... I mean, it's like super cute and romantic, kind of cringe at times and pretentious, but very like naturalistic, felt close to life, felt very relatable, I thought, as an early 20s uh, portrait of life. (laughs) (laughs) I I loved it. I was, every minute I was loving it. I was like, because I haven't seen a film that I've like really got around in so long. No, it really like appealed to like my uh, sensibilities and I think it would appeal to yours too. Because I'm like a (laughs) (laughs) sad. You're a sad. What's the word? Sook? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're a sook. Yeah, I was like talking to someone. I was, they were like, um, I was like, <laughs> I'm not even going to tell this story. It's like so on brand. Like I was trying to get someone to watch normal people. <laughs> and they were like, oh, I don't really like, 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 is it like kind of like, like soppy? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like, I love that stuff. And <laughs> they were like, I was like, but don't watch it. Like if you. If you hate that, that's hate true. That, yeah. I had a friend that was like, I can't watch it. Not because I don't want to, but because like that much romance and heartbreak is just, I won't be able to take it. Yeah. That's interesting because I feel that yeah. too, degree. Like it's like, oh, it's painful. It, like it me and my painful. housemate watching it the other again, like re-watching, re-watching it. it like the other week and it was just like painful. Oh. It does hurt like, actually. Ask her to dips. <laughs> <laughs> need to cut that out everyone's gonna get too obsessed but i did put on the story yeah. today that her new book has a cover and everything and it looks yeah. really beautiful so i'm really excited i'm so ex- so excited for that so but i'm just i'm just excited for like more books i'm like wondering if like <laughs> such a like weird game but i'm like worried wondering if the pandemic brought out like new books like Probably. people couldn't leave the house so they're writing better stuff they were writing yeah can't they can't Probably. quit the hustle never stops <laughs> so i'm like so keen to see if there's like good yeah stuff coming out yeah, I mean, Joan D- I'm reading the new Joan Didion book, which is weird because I was talking about Joan Didion last week. Yeah, and I put her excerpts on yeah. the story as well. I'm going to try and like, this is a shout out to our Instagram, but I'm going to try <laughs> and like link relevant stuff throughout the week are preceding the podcast. On the Instagram. On the Instagram. So Smart. like you don't necessarily have to look for stuff we yeah. talk about, but it'll just come it'll up. It'll just come up. You but should then post some cute pictures before Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I should. But I was actually looking for the sperm yeah. article and I couldn't find it. Oh. So I don't know if they... taken down. Yeah, because you remember when I went on the website Censored. and it would have been like redacted because some like some stat erroneous yeah. reference to a sperm count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I remember. I could have maybe just not looked hard enough. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, that's so awkward. Um, so I will be <laughs> linking stuff like mm. proceed. Like I just think that's a good way to like. Yeah, I think I agree. Um, but anyway, keep the conversation going. Well, yeah, because like <laughs> I'm gonna just post like, like a thousand PR. photos of Olivia Coleman in her dress. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so actually, don't look it up. Just follow the Instagram, and you'll get a treat. You get a treat. Good luck. Um, yeah. So such a good movie, though. You would love it. Okay, before sunrise. Um, yeah, the Joan Didion. My, I was thinking about the Joan Didion book today and I was like I'm like a diehard Joan Didion fan and I'm loving it but I think if you're not a huge fan or if you're doing it as like an entry level Didion I wouldn't I would go like slash more towards Bethlehem or the White Album or one of her novels because this is like if I'm honest I think this latest book is a money grab (laughs) (laughs) none of it it's no new work it's all like old like deep cuts some of the essays are really good, but you can really just like read them. Yeah. 
I really shouldn't say that. It's bad karma. You work in a bookshop. But it's like, it's basically 120 pages, but they released it in hardcover. The font was really big. Oh, classic, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, I see what you guys are playing at. So yeah. It's probably going to be her last book then, isn't it? Okay, yes, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to seal the deal, but like, it does yeah. sound like that's probably her last book. Yeah, but yeah. I still love her. Um, if you're a fan of Joan Didion, I would recommend it. If you're not, I would start elsewhere. Mm. Mm. That's good advice. <laughs> I mean, should we wrap it up? Last time we had such an abrupt ending. Like, no shade on your editing skills, but we literally <laughs> were like, bam, gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should like trail out. We should trail out. Um, Anything else? No, I just want to say... Next week we're doing fake accounts and yeah, Animal we're gonna like talk about up. yeah. Obviously, no one has to read it or anything because that was like a fail last time. <laughs> 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 yeah, we don't expect anyone to. If you're gonna read it, just read it after. We won't have any spoilers. No, I think we're just gonna do like a general yeah. discussion of books, and maybe we'll try and bring some sort of like relevance, yeah, other like pop cultural reference to text and like what books mean in a greatest in like <laughs> in a wider sense. We won't just be talking about those. Even books, though we I mean. both have really vested interest in books. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> um, yeah, Dying so I legacy guess. Legacy industry. Yeah. Just kidding. All right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Follow the Instagram. Um, we're going to try, I think, like. Yeah, we're going to keep. The Instagram's going to be. Probably the. N- yeah. Just look out for it. Yeah. And I did have some issues because we mm-hmm. changed hosts. So if your thing, if our I- episodes didn't come up on your ins- in your Spotify, they should now. Yeah. Anyways. That's just admin. Lots of um, love. Yeah. I'm not going to say clits out anymore. Sending you white light. I hope everyone <laughs> What's has white a great light? week. Like positive energy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, death? <laughs> <laughs> Sending you death. Well, I mean, just like, everyone's like, don't walk toward the bright light. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a donkey quote. Anyways, <laughs> I'll s- we'll speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.